it's so hard to not abuse animals. <laughs> How are we doing, everybody? Oh, fuck Lord. Why? Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is a Get your carny tears. I just collected some. Carney tears, get your carny tears. Step right up, get your carny tears. We got fresh hot carny tears. Fresh hot carny tears. Get your fresh hot carny tears right now. Here you go. Get your fresh hot carny tears. You know, um, a long time ago, this is this is something totally true story. I was part of a traveling carnival. I was. I uh, I lived in the South, and I knew these people. I knew these people, and I was running the food and beverage operation of a of a of a traveling carnival in the South, in the American South. And it was very weird. It was uh, it got it, it was very strange time in my life, and it was. I was building, I owned a restaurant and then I, I had to close that restaurant and then I was building another restaurant and then the, it, the, it ended up becoming three times more expensive and taking twice as long as this often does, like any construction. And so I was stuck and I was working at the, at the carnival <laughs> and, um, and sometimes I just for fun because sometimes it gets boring. And I I had worked at Disneyland as a as a kid, so I I remember that it's kind of like a carnival. And I would say, "Step right up, get your ice cold lemonade." And I would do all of this barking type stuff at the top of my lungs. I would juggle apples and things, anything to get people's attention and to take away the boredom from time to time because you're there for like twelve hours straight. And uh, sometimes longer, sometimes, you know, 15 hours, you're just working all the way through. On Like on the first day and the last day, you work a lot of hours. So it's um very, uh, very fun thing when I'm like, get your fresh hot carny tears, fresh hot carny tears, carny tears, get your fresh hot carny tears coming up. Mm. Ooh, they're hot today. I drank it too hot. Ooh, burning my tongue, those carny tears. They're so hot coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro Coley. Broccoli. Hey broccoli. Just had some Satan. Hail Satan. You know, it's funny because um in the Bible, Jesus is trying to uh exercise a demon from someone. I forget the whole story. But he says, uh, what's your name? And the demon says, I am Le- my name is Legion because we are many because he's a demon inside the body of a of a of a of a I think a child or a woman I can't remember and um and so when the hacktivist group back in like 2010 let's say I can't remember 2012 maybe um anonymous became a thing they were a hacktivist group I'm sure you've heard of them they were the guy fox ma- masks anonymous for the voiceless is one of those things where people are like uh also wearing the masks anonymous, right? And so they started to say, we are legion because we are many and we are anonymous. We are legion. And so I really liked that. So I decided to make a little video that said, go vegans, we are legion. We are legion, go vegans. Because the term means we are many. There are many of us. You cannot stop us because there are so many of us. So what do you think the carnies said to that? All of my comments are like, it's an 18-second video, mind you. An 18-second video with some animation. And I just said, uh, we are legion. Go vegans. We are carrying the flag of freedom and liberty. Something like that. You're quoting Satan. You're quoting Satan. How dare you? <laughs> you quoted Satan and now I'm afraid. You vegans are mean because you quoted Satan. <laughs> and it's like, first of all, first of all, it's not Satan. It was a, a lesser demon who said it originally in the Bible. But also, 
it's a translation. So I mean, it's it's just an English thing to say. We are legion. It's not like Satan thought of it. Also, it's 2023, bro. Like it's been used in hacktivism and anonymous for the voiceless, and so many other activist groups have said we are legion, and yet. I use it and you're quoting Satan. Oh, like, are you so afraid? I, I couldn't imagine living in fear of, of an imaginary, like, boogeyman, like Satan. Like, he's coming for you. <laughs> oh, no. But you, you quoted him. You quoted Satan. It's a fiction, LOL. Exactly. Imagine if I quoted Voldemort. What if I quoted... I don't even know like what he ever said like Harry Potter. That's all I know. I don't I don't know what what Voldemort ever said in the story or the movies. I can't really remember him talking very much to be honest. I only read the first book, but maybe you guys give me a good Voldemort quote for the next one and I'll be happy to use that. <laughs> it's a work of fiction. Bingo. Thank you, Alawali Blue. Very well put. Like reciting green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I am. I, I actually was thinking about that too because uh, I was thinking about Sam I am a couple days ago um, because I was like, I do not like wild hypotheticals, Sam I am. I do not like them. <laughs> I do not like wild hypotheticals, Sam I am. Not in a house, not with a mouse, not in a box, not with a fox, not with a goat, not in a boat. Vegans usually only quote Satan. Oh, shit, that's what I said at Gorick. Thank you for bringing me back on track. Sorry, I got off on Dr. Seuss for a second. Yes, so uh, every time someone said you quoted Satan, I put hail Satan. And uh, nobody has commented on, the, on, on what I've said yet. But... Um, the the video has a, I think a thousand views now, and uh, it's just funny to me. You quoted Satan. Maybe I should quote Satan more more often because it gets so much uh, engagement. The algorithm pushes it out to more people. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I should be quoting um, the Dark Lord more frequently. <laughs> so ridiculous. Welcome to the Satan Show. Carnies be having their vages. <laughs> Their vagus nerve trigger because they're constantly being constipated. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Askew. Where you been, Michael Askew? I like I like what Mike I like spicy Michael Askew. I like it when he's spicy. Religion, fiction, and all those books belong to fiction section. They do, obviously, they're fiction. It's fiction. None of them could quote properly themselves. They get get so pissed when you quote it yourself. Yeah, thank you. That's true too. Yeah, you say you you quote it. They can't ever quote it. And also, that was the other thing. It's not a it's not a quote from the Satan from Lucifer. It's a quote from some demon in the Bible. And he said, "My name is Legion." That's the quote. Not we are Legion, but whatever. Who cares, right? Red lentils, pasta, soy, tempeh, and Satan. 1,000 views, pretty good. Keep it up equals this is me being nice for Karina. Ah, veganist, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being nice for Karina. She likes it when people are nice. I'm crazy, fella, because I make love to Satan sometimes three times a day. <laughs> I take the satanic ritual of Eucharist, the satanic Eucharist, the body of Satan, I, I, I ingest but I don't drink wine right now. I've been I've been I've been alcohol free for geez, a couple weeks now. I don't know. I've been trying to trying to keep it down, you know, just trying to cuz I'm trying to get back into fighting fighting weight uh into fighting weight for this cuz when I take on the stage, I'm going to go on stage for the um for the animal rights uh, a panel at SoCal Veg Fest in September, and I don't want to be some fat schlub up there, being all like, all, 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 all gooey, and I don't want to be all fat and gross up there. So I'm trying to get down into weight. So I quit alcohol for a little while. I'm, uh, I'm already losing weight. I'm going for walks. Gonna start running. You know, I'm run. I've run a little bit, not too much, but I just need to get. I need to get back to to race weight so I can get up there on the stage and not look like a fat f person. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but I'm worried, guys. 
I've never lived through a hurricane. And now it looks like on Sunday I just might. It's the first tropical storm in Southern California in 84 years. It may push hurricanes all the way up. That Hurricane Hillary is her name. Hurricane Hillary. You know that, um, I think, wait a second. I think on the West Coast, they're female names. And on the East Coast, they're male names. I think that's how it works. So on the West Coast, Hurricane Hillary is, she's coming. She's coming. But the thing is, there she is hitting, hitting uh, Southern Mexico right now. Uh, Baja California right here and I don't usually uh, worry because California we don't get hurricanes we never get hurricanes in California not anymore it looks like I might live through my very first hurricane the U.S. National Hurricane Center said Hillary has sustained winds of 145 miles per hour that's fast Expected to continue its rapid intensification through Friday before starting to weaken. It will nevertheless still be a hurricane when it approaches Baja's Cal uh, Baja, California. What's really worrisome, Karina's mom is in Acapulco, and that's down here somewhere, down here in the in the West Coast. Kind of exactly where the, where it's hitting, because it's Guerrero. Guerrero's right here, I think. That's Sinaloa. That's Guerrero. I don't know. I my, my Mexican geography isn't perfect, but I think that that's Guerrero and that's Sinaloa. Um, anyway, it's 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 a little scary to be honest. No tropical storm has made has made landfall in Southern California since 1939. Ah, oh, gee whiz. Ah, oh, gee whiz. Guys, wish me luck. Look, it's gonna hit Los Angeles. See, or I'm right here. You see where like this like is look I think it says T S right here. I think I don't that's when it says tropical storm. That's where I live right there. Like really close to the border of Mexico. So it's gonna nail me. It's gonna cut like right now it's a hurricane and then it just the very first T S is me. <laughs> I'm screwed. Satan, Satan t-shirts and tank tops. What should they say? Should it say, what should it say? Should it say Satanic Eucharist? What should the Satan say? Should it say, uh, I am Satan? Hail Satan? Oh, thank you, by the way. Oh my gosh. Burr, 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 burr. 20 Norwegian crowns coming this way, baby. It's going to help me through the hurricane. It's hurricane season, and I might not have a roof because these houses around here are not built for hurricanes, yo. My house is not built for hurricane weather. I'm not like Tornado Alley like Lauren. So what's crazy is when Lauren on Sunday school, you'll find out. On Sunday school, you and I – Will we in the hurricane? If if I still have the internet when Sunday school happens, we can get together and we'll find out. Lauren is used to her used to tornadoes. I am not used to hurricanes. So there we are. I'm screwed. Can you do anything to prepare? No, Lauren. I can't do shit to compare <laughs> to prepare. There's nothing I can do. What am I supposed to do? I can't do anything. I'm stuck. I'm in the I'm in the path of a hurricane and no tropical storm has ever hit land in California since 1939. Think about that. We're not ready. We're not ready at all. The best I can do is maybe go to the supermarket today and pick up some seitan. <laughs> I could pick up some seitan. I'm afraid like we got big glass windows in the back of the house. I'm afraid I'll, I can pull down the the umbrellas. I guess, and like tie shit down so it doesn't fly away. But no, I'm terrified. I'm actually, I mean, I'm making jokes, but I'm a little, I'm, I'm pretty worried. I'm pretty worried. Make sure you film the storm and post it and don't be afraid to let your emotions out and show how scared you are while Karina holds you tight. <laughs> sure. Satan rules. Satan is my co-pilot. Okay. All right. Satan 
is my co-pilot. How about uh, Satan take the wheel? I think that'd be funny. Satan take the wheel. Satan power. <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll let my most quote. There is no good and evil. There is only power and those too weak to seek it. Ooh. I don't know how I can put that into a vegan message, though, Pig's Dream. Does that sound very vegan to you? I've been in more hurricanes and tornadoes growing up in Florida. So I need supplies and shutters? Is that what I need? Man, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. Say what? Satan, that's what. Start doing push-ups and swimming laps. Get some goggles. <laughs> Warrior vegan. Yeah, that's what I'll need to do. Get some goggles. Yeah, uh, stock up on Satan. That's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to stock up on Satan. Maybe I'll just make a lot of Satan so that I can eat it as rations when we're all screwed. It's weird, you know, can I tell you what's funny is that my whole life, when I was a kid, we used to have to take um, earthquake kits to school because in California, we're afraid of earthquakes. So we would take these big kits, like a little, like a little, like a mini footlocker kind of, like a big Tupperware thing. And we would put a bunch of shit in there, like water, fire, like emergency blankets, maybe like those little, um, those little light things that you crack. What are those things called? Those, uh, you know what I mean? Those little light wands that you crack and they glow. Glow sticks, maybe? Uh, whatever they're called. And we pack like a couple stuff, just shit. That, and like some crackers or things that you can eat in case that you're not being, so in case you're stuck at school. So we bring that shit to school. And every year at the end of the year, they would give it back to us. And we'd be like, oh my gosh, it's like a time travel thing. And you would open it up and you'd be able to eat all the stuff and drink all the juice and things like that. It was kind of fun at the end of the year, you got to have it. All this time, we've never had a really big, I've, had, I've lived through some major earthquakes, but not so bad. I'm more afraid of this hurricane, like big time. I'm afraid the roof's going to fly off. I've never been in a hurricane. I've been in some bad storms, but not a hurricane. So I might be, I might be screwed, guys. In the realm of humanity's relationship with animals, there's no inherent right or wrong. Ooh, I like that. In the realm of humanity's relationship with animals, there's no inherent right or wrong. Is that true? Hmm. There's only the power humans hold over these creatures and the responsibility they have to protect those too vulnerable to defend themselves. Not bad. Damn. All right, that I think that's just that's the voice over right there. In the realm of humanity, in the nexus, and <laughs> the nexus, in the realm of humanity's nexus with animals, there is no inherent right or wrong. There is only the power humans hold over these creatures and the responsibility they have. How about beings hold over these beings and the responsibility they have to protect those too vulnerable to defend themselves? Not bad. It's a little. It's a yeah. I like it. It's Kantian. In the memory of Gary, I worship at the altar of Satan. The me in memory of Gary. How far inland are you above sea level? Not much. I'm, I'm west of the five. Like, I used to live on the ocean, like right on the ocean. So I'm glad I don't live there anymore. I used to live like walking from the beach. But now I live more inland where it's cheaper. But it's still like... 15 minute drive to the beach like i'm screwed yo I'm screwed i'm not i'm not i'm not far inland so guys on sunday please tune in and uh you'll be able to see it shit i've been i've been rambling too much i wanted to talk about this other thing that happened um in the insider today i found out that france is actually number one in abandoned pets i don't know what the hell i've i, I know people do this but it's like it seems it always seems like nah people don't actually do this but then you kind of know they do it and every time this happens i always go like why are we still breeding dogs and cats and selling them to people because people are not good guardians people are horrible but people love their dogs and cats no look at this 
12,000 animals already being taken into shelters this summer because people can't be bothered to find help for their pets when they go on vacation in France. French animal shelters and officials are raising the alarm. 100,000 pets are abandoned each year. It gets worse in the summer when owners dump their pets while eager to get on their vacations. Bridget Bardot says this is the number one, that we are number one. The organization supports only up to 10,000 and is growing influx of abandoned stray animals overwhelming its facilities. This wave of abandonment cases is likely in part due to the surge in adoptions in COVID-19 pandemic. Do you guys remember during COVID-19 when I was saying all these assholes who are picking up pets? Oh, it was before I did a YouTube show, but I did it on my Instagram. All of these people who are a, a, adopting pets for the pandemic because they're lonely, because they're lonely, they need a little slave. I need a little slave therapist to live in my home with me. And because of that, they're they're now because of that covid 19s over they want to go on vacation so what do they do with the the dog they leave it on the side of the road i guarantee you there's a place on the way to las vegas from california people leave their dogs there all the time it's horrible it's in the middle of the goddamn desert people just leave their dogs there because they're going to vegas they can't bring their dogs so on the way to vegas they drop the dog off and they go to vegas that's not uncommon, let's put it that way. Uh, I, I've never heard of 10,000, but maybe this is happening here as well. It's really horrible. And it's illegal in France to abandon a pet in the wild. In July 2022, they raised the punishment from two years in prison to three years in prison with a maximum of $32,000 fine, almost $33,000 fine. So this just goes to show you could give three years in prison for abandoning your pet. People still going to do it. Make it against the law to abandon your pet. They're still going to do it. Stop breeding animals. Stop owning animals. Stop thinking that animals are yours to use. I'm lonely. I think I'll buy an animal to cure my loneliness. No, take a class on, I don't know, self-respect or self-confidence, one of them, and go out and make some friends. Go to a bar, buy a girl a drink. I don't know. Do whatever it takes to not own an animal because you're lonely. Jesus as soon as as soon as it becomes an inconvenience, you're just gonna drop off the animal. I mean, and what's really pissed? They don't even have the guts to put the animal down. Like, it's fucking disgusting. And if you're a person who goes out and does this, I just three years is not a punishment big enough for people who abandon animals. It's not a it's not a steep enough punishment. I don't even know what the punishment is in California. <clears throat> it seems steep three years. I think it should be ten though. Three years is it, it surprises me. But it obviously has no effect because people are still doing ten thousand animals, one hundred thousand animals abandoned a year. Disgusting. Well that's pretty depressing. So thanks. Thanks for watching that with me. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Please like this video, everybody. Don't forget to like the video. I hate the videos of them handing out pills in the shelters. Oh, my God. Well, it used to be, I, I almost like, it used to be if you didn't want an animal anymore, you put them in a bag and threw them in the river. Now they just leave them in the middle of nowhere to fend for themselves. It's, it's, it's somehow more cruel. It's somehow, it's somehow worse. And yet people people are such cowards, you know. They won't even, Why can't they take their animal to the shelter? The shelters are overflowing. If people love their dogs and cats, there would be none in shelters. I totally agree. If people love dogs, they wouldn't be breeding them anymore either. I'm so mad when I see a dog that's not fixed. I'm always just like, why? If I see a dog that isn't fixed, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for humanity. You're screwed then. Stole my thunder. <laughs> Stay safe. Yeah, I'm screwed. I'm totally screwed. Am I? I'm. I'm probably like a few hundred feet above sea level. <laughs> not very high. I'm not very high. No. I'm. I'm. I'm up on some hills, so I'm up a little bit. So if there were a tsunami, 
I probably wouldn't be annihilated. So I might not be too bad. But I think with that horrible news, we need uh, a good affirmation, don't we? That, ugh, that thing about the dogs getting – I read that. That's the first article I read this morning, and I got so angry. I found out about the dogs being abandoned before I found out about the hurricane. And the dogs being abandoned worries me more than the hurricane. Shows you where my priorities are, huh? It doesn't make much sense. I got everything out of whack. My name is Scott Jack Morgan, and this is your daily affirmation for vegans only. If you aren't vegan, please kindly escort yourself out. We don't want you here. If you are not vegan, you are the problem. You're the one melting the planet. You're the one making the world the worst place, putting negative vibes out there. If you're not vegan, you are an animal abuser. There's no way, no two ways about it. If you're not vegan, you're a torturer of sentient beings and you shouldn't be around other people because you bring us all down and you embarrass our species. Thanks. I release all resistance starting now. I release all resistance starting now. I like that. I now gently release to the universe whatever has been holding me back from experiencing the maximum amount of joy. I'm ready to live in a state of flow, ease, and joy. A lot of joy. I surrender it all so that I can feel better. Wait, there's an exclamation point. I surrender it all so that I can feel better. I like that better. I surrender what's holding me back from experiencing the maximum joy. I'm going to be maximum joy today. My maximum amount of joy available to me. I'm ready to live in a state of flow, ease, and joy. I'm ready to live in a state of flow, ease, and am I am I ready to like let go of all the blocks, all those things that are that are keeping me from living my joy? Is that even possible? I hope it is possible. I hope it's possible for you, VFFs. I really do. I don't know if it's possible for me, but I'm gonna try today. That's your daily affirmation for vegans only. Thanks. When I need to get depressed. I just come here for stories about abandoned animals, LOL. <laughs> You're supposed to be coming here for the affirmation, my friend. <laughs> carnies out. Get out now, carnies. If people can't have pets, they will procreate more instead. I agree with you, even though I have cats, but was from before I went vegan. I think that's exactly right. If people can't have pets, they will procreate more instead. If people have if people can't have pets, will human beings procreate more? Probably, probably, but uh, it, maybe they won't. We have birth control. I mean, maybe they will, maybe they won't. But what I will say is that if people stop having pets, you'd have I, I really think if people stopped having pets, you would reduce animal suffering by like 50 percent. So much animal suffering happens because of pet ownership. We all think everyone else is like us. Oh, they're all loving their pets. They all love, everyone loves dogs and cats. Not true. Not true. There's Discord servers dedicated to torturing cats. It's disgusting. They keep on break, they break, like they're criminals. They're literally policemen who break up criminal rings where they're just torturing animals for fun. That's just something. Just animals that they find, like ones on the sides of the roads of France. I came for the affirmation. I left with antidepressants. <laughs> I don't know that that's a good that's a good activist shirt though. I'm trying to make shirt for activists. <laughs> I came for the affirmation. I left with antidepressants. Um, they love their pets so much that they sacrifice other baby animals to feed them. Thank you, Vegan Nave. Very good point. They love their animals so much that they buy uh, other animals to kill them. They kill other animals to feed their animals. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's horrible. Hi, Natalie Fulton. Natalie Fulton. 
Have you heard how the uh, in France is number one for animal abandonment because they go on vacations? I wonder if countries that have more vacations, so maybe America's not the worst on this since we never take vacations here. Maybe actually Europeans would be worse because if that's true, that more people abandon their pets during vacations, Australians would be the worst, right? They get the most vacation. Die, mate. Right. Right, I'm going on vacation, mate. Better get rid of this doggo. Then maybe that's what they do. I'm not really sure, but it seems like it might not be America's worst. Maybe we're not the worst ones this time. We're usually the worst. We're usually the worst. But maybe not this time because we don't take vacations. And it seems like, according to that article, more people abandon animals when they go on vacation. Maybe this is the case. My GF always wants to have pets, but I said it must be a rescue at least, not from a breeder. That's a compromise. I don't want a pet in my life. Activism is my antidepressant. That's a good antidepressant, Hannah Moon Vegan. Keep going. I love it. Keep going. All right. Do you know what the word of the day is? Do we know what the word of the day is? Where's my word of the day? Oh, here we go. All right. The word of the day is inkling. Inkling refers to a slight uncertain idea about something or a slight amount of knowledge about something. Do you have an inkling about threshold deontology? Do you have even an inkling about what veganism even is? As the professor explained the complex math formula in class, I didn't have an inkling of what it all meant. As Gary Yarovsky explained what veganism was in class, I did not have an inkling of what it meant. You buy dogs, you buy cats, you know that this cat I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to let you off that easy. That's my, um, that's my Gary Yarovsky, uh impersonation. Yeah. I'm not going to let you off that easy. I'm going to tell you what we're doing today is about you torture animals. You eat an ass bread. I'm not going to let you carve a big hole in a turkey. That's, um... <laughs> That's my Gary Yarovsky impersonation. Sorry, everybody. I, I I know everyone loves... I love Gary Yarovsky too, but his delivery sounds always really funny to me. Um, it was in Jim Melchard's class that I first felt the inkling that there was more to being an artist than simply expressing yourself. It was also about paying attention, looking closely and curiously, and being open to where it may take you. The Los Angeles Times, June 2023. This is not a new word, but people are still using it in 2023. <laughs> Please make that... I wish Gary was still active. I wish Gary was still active too. I do, I do, I do. I, I mean, I always love Gary's Gary's um, interviews. His interviews are always incredible. Like he never he never holds back. People interview. I wish like today he would go on Piers Morgan because he would rip Piers Morgan apart. He'd be like, "You take a turkey on what's that? What's that holiday? Thanksgiving? Will you take a turkey, a bird that you killed, and you carve a big hole?" in its ass, you put bread in there and use its body as an oven. That oven cooks your bread. Now you have, now you have ass bread. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's my, <laughs> I haven't done this long of a, of a, of a, uh, <laughs> I've never really done my Gary Yarovsky impersonation. Uh, that would be so good, right? Gary Yarovsky, that's what we need. We need Gary Yarovsky on Piers Morgan. That's what we need. <laughs> I want to take what I really want. I want to take Tom Regan and mix him with Gary Yarovsky and get a super, a super vegan. That's what I want. Because if Tom Regan were a little bit more like Gary Yarovsky and Gary Yarovsky was a little bit more like Tom Regan, you'd get like a, like a Tuvix. You'd get Tuvix. And you don't, you don't need to, you don't, don't, you don't have to kill Tuvix. 
because if you took the best of Tuvok and the best of Neelix and you mix them and you get the best Starfleet officer, you don't need to kill, don't kill Tuvix. No, I would not kill Tuvix. And I would not, <laughs> yeah, because last night we watched it. Last night we watched the Tuvix episode. <laughs> it was by coincidence, to be honest. I, um, because I, because when you mentioned it yesterday, I, I remembered it like a little bit. Like I couldn't really remember, to be honest, because it's been like 20 years since that episode came out. But Karina and I watched Voyager last night. And it was just the next one in the sequence. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. This is the Tuvix episode. She's like, what's Tuvix? And I went, oh my God, this is a famous episode. And it was great. I, I didn't really remember it, to be honest with you. Um, but now, yeah, we watched it last night. And it's so good. The Tuvix episode is a really good... <laughs> did Tuvix freak you out like it did? Tuvix, when he looks at the camera and he's like... <laughs> And even the uniform is mixed up. That's what I wanted. I want Tom Regan and Gary Yarovsky. I want a, I want a Reganowski. Or how about a Yarovkin? Yarovkin. I want Yarovkin. Tomary Yarovkin. Does that work? Tomary Yarovkin. That's what I want. Uh, but I don't kill Tuvix. We need just justice. Justice for Tuvix. <laughs> ass bread you ass bread could be a new tea uh do you love ass bread but that's a gary Yarovsky thing the ass bread thing who is tom reagan sorry i thought i had his book in front of me tom reagan wrote the case for animal rights and he also wrote defending animal rights um I recommend reading Defending Animal Rights. It's one of my favorite animal rights books, and I'm and I'm currently rereading it. I'm reading it a second time because I'm going to be on the animal rights panel at the SoCal Veg Fest, and I kind of need to like study up. I need to I need to brush up a little bit. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about. It. So I've been reading Betty Malone's book. I've been reading uh, Tom Regan's book, Defending Animal Rights, and I've been reading. Um, oh, I've been re I've been rereading. Um, Gary Yarovsky's abolition, uh, not Gary Yarovsky, God damn it, Gary uh, Francion. What about poor Tuvok and Neelix and their loved ones? But they were 78 years away from their loved ones. I mean, they're in the Delta Quadrant. How can you, how can you say that? What about Neelix and their loved one? You know what? They died in the in the accident. Tuvix is a living being. He doesn't want to die. You know, that's just what it is. Poor Tuvok and Neelix, they're gone. I always wonder: Does Tuvok and do Tuvok and Neelix remember what happened? Do they remember it? I don't think so. Oh shit! I forgot. Damn it. I, Natalie Fulton got me all excited. I get so excited when Natalie Fulton's around. So something about something about Natalie Fulton gets me excited. All right. This may come as a surprise to you, but inkling has not a drop to do with ink. Oh, that does come as a surprise. Whether it's... Uh, I always thought it had something to do with inchling or inch... I don't know. Inch meal. Whether a squid tattoo or other variety. Squid. Oh, man. little casual speciesism there for you, huh? Squid ink... Uh, originating in the English in the 16th century, Inkling comes instead from Middle English, Yingling, meaning whisper or mention. Okay, like the beer, like the beer, Yingling. Um, and perhaps further back from the verb, verb Inklin to hint at. Oh, okay, all right, okay. A faint perceptible sound or undertone, a rumor. But now people use usually use the word to refer to a vague notion someone has had an inkling they would be there or to a or to a hint of something present a conversation with not even an inkling of anger one related word you might have heard is the rare verb inkle a back formation of inkling that in some British English dialects can mean to utter or communicate in an undertone or whisper or hint, give a hint of. Have you guys, do you guys, we got English people in here. Any of you English people say inkle? Is that a word? I've never heard that word before. Inkle. 
to have an idea or notion of inkle is also a noun referring to a color linen a colored linen tape or braid woven on a very narrow loom and used for trim god damn it but etymologists don't have an inkling where the inkle came from weird inkling all right well inkling now i know all that i need to know about inkling um I think I'm definitely going to be able to use this one in my activism online because I tell you what, everyone that I know who uh, talks about uh, inklings, I always call people ignorant when they tell me about um, crop deaths. I'll say, you don't have an inkling about what um, what veganism even is. You don't have an inkling about which crop deaths, what how many crop deaths you cause. Mm. I do activism every day, my friend Natalie Fulton. Um, Natalie Fulton, are you doing some activism today? I hope so. I hope you're doing some because I want to see more of it. I, I, I might have to batten down the hatches. I wanted to go this weekend, but now I hear there's going to be a tropical storm here, so I might get screwed. I'm changing my name to activism. I like it. Tuvix was technically a plant, though. Oh, yeah. Tuvix was technically a plant. Interesting. A sentient a sentient plant though. He was like a he was like a Neil deGrasse Tyson sentient plant. <laughs> I was going to make 60 short videos about farm animal facts. I love that. I love that for you, Pig's Dream. I love that. I'm gonna annoy Kinship, the restaurant in DC, to drop foie gras. I like that too. What do you think about that, though, Natalie? Yesterday on the show, we had David C. Arenas on, and we were saying that isn't um, singling out foie gras, mid is it, doesn't that belittle the movement because foie gras isn't the problem? It's all animal use. Shouldn't we be just trying to shut down the whole restaurant? What do you think? I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm asking. I'm asking what you think. I'm asking what you think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 60 videos. That's pretty good. Yeah, 60 videos is pretty hardcore. My my record is 35 videos in one day. So I'm pretty proud of you to do 60. Just firebomb. Just firebomb them. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Just firebomb them. Okay. I mean, why not? When it's empty, of course. Yeah, like, uh, like, uh, Omog, like the Omog bomb, right? Remember we did that Omog bomb just blew up a little while ago? I disagree because small steps get us to a larger goal see this is the controversy this is the controversy we were talking about yesterday on the show last night whether or not small steps are baby steps for babies or are they for activist movements are they for social justice should we be asking for baby steps or should we be asking for the whole enchilada i don't know the answer but it's also because I don't know the answer is exactly why I love activists. My big thing yesterday, I was like, I'm, I'm really reluctant to ever condemn any activist activity because I want people up off their couches doing something. And what he was saying, what David was saying was that sometimes that could be against our movement because it muddies the message. It makes it sound like foie gras, for example, is the problem because we're against cruelty and that's just cruel and that's why it's okay to eat hamburgers but it's not okay to eat foie gras and that makes it confusing for what veganism even is and so i see his point but it's really difficult for me because i just want people up doing activism and maybe the baby steps maybe you're right about the baby steps i don't know i don't know the answer and i and so you know what i mean Foie gras campaigns bring communities together and then they can hit bigger targets like fur. But fur would be another one. Why is fur wrong, but hamburgers are okay? You know? I want to disrupt at McDonald's. I've got this whole idea about disruption, uh, disrupting a McDonald's that's in the works. It involves a dressing like, I'm going to be dressed like a cow. I'll be dressed like a cow. If we can't fire, end the fur industry, we have no chance of ending animal eggs. But what if we end hearts and minds? You know, what if we change hearts and minds to understand that animals aren't ours to use? Could Gary Francione's idea of of mass education and changing hearts and minds ever work? Or will we always be fighting against playing whack-a-mole? 
I wish I was out there today, but after the weekend, I'm back in Colorado petitioning for Denver's slaughter and fur ban ballot initiatives. Anyone ever heard of those initiatives? No, I have not heard of those ballot initiatives, Vegan Nave, but this sounds amazing. We did one of those in California, right? Fur ban. You can't surf if you can't stand on the board. Focus on standing on and then scale up. All right, Natalie. Natalie sounds a little bit like We the Free or a little bit like uh, PETA. PETA says stuff like that. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm not sure. I just... Uh, no, it will not work. Some people will never change. But we don't need everyone to change. We just need the like 20% of the agenda, the agenda setters, right? Like the Noam Chomsky 20% of... Uh, of agenda setters it's curious i'm curious about that you can't surf if you can't stay on the board natalie fulton 2023 (laughs) yep my dad was against foie gras his whole life but used animals in every other aspect of his life and he loved eating frog legs this is my this is where i get goric this is why i think this is so complicated an issue but again I don't really. I it's it's a. It, it might seem like I'm contradicting myself, and I understand that. Like it's, I might contradict myself sometimes because I'm confused. But um, I am very strict about what I think the definition of veganism is, and I will argue to death about that. But when it comes to tactics and strategy about how we get to a vegan world, I my I choose I choose to support all activists because. I don't think that I'm right or wrong. I don't know. I don't know if I'm right about what I think the strategy should be or whether Natalie's right. I'm not really sure. So I choose to support people like Natalie who go out and and fight foie gras. But I like to raise the question, you know, because it does. I, I am very curious about it. I, I never. I never want to discourage any activism. Like, um, like a vegan knave is doing petitions. I always say we need tubas and triangles. We need people like Tash Peterson going out and doing disruptions, but we also need people collecting signatures for petitions. Who am I to tell you that you're doing activism wrong? I just, I don't think that anybody should ever do that, you know? So that's just me. CA fur ban was a state decision. The Denver one is a citizen-led ballot initiative. Are you sure? I think no. I think the fur ban was a ballot initiative. Was a uh, a ballot measure. I'm pretty sure because the uh, the factory farm one was. I'm almost positive it was because I remember voting on. Um, yeah, I think it was a ballot initiative, man. I don't think it was a state decision. We don't decide anything in California like that. California state legislature does nothing. We put it all on the. You should see our ballots here. We have so many initiatives. It's like DIY politics in California. We've got like, I, I want to say 50, 50 ballot initiatives every time we vote, probably more. So it's like our ballots are like six pages long in California and the pages, you know, are legal size. And so it's like, it, it's a lot to vote on in California because our state legislature does nothing. It's also why we're in such a piss poor shape right now. I disrupt too and outreach. I'll do anything to help animals. Vegan Nave for the win. That's exactly how I feel, uh, Vegan Nave. I agree. I agree. That's how I feel. I feel like do anything you can. Do anything you can because there's a, there's too many people doing nothing. What's up, Mark Sanders? All the way to Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona just got through with um, months of 115 degree temperatures and now I'm going to have my first hurricane. The first hurricane to hit California since 1939 coming on Sunday. No one knows what works in activists, so we just got to do as much as we can. Natalie, I agree. I agree with Natalie Fulton. I totally agree. I sometimes, I question, but I never, ever want to discourage activism. I always want to be a cheerleader for activists, but I do I do like to fight and argue about people who think veganism is anything other than uh, philosophy about not hurting animals, not using animals. Don't use animals. Veganism, three words, don't use animals, simple. But what about threshold deontology? I don't need your threshold deontology. 115 degrees Fahrenheit for like two months, right? Yeah, it's been hot. (laughs) It's been hot. Yep, history. You saw my post on Reddit? Yeah, it kind of got a lot. It was my first post on Reddit since like 2005 and it's gotten a lot of views. So uh, 
I don't know why people it really resonated with people. I guess. I just woke up hope every day. All right. Um, I do want to go. We're, we're running out of time. This is supposed to be a one-hour show, guys. We got 10 minutes. So let's do Today in History. We have Today in History. It's so great. First public admittance of the Salon de Paris art exhibition in the Louvre in Paris. If you've never been to the Louvre, it's the little building with the pyramid in the front. It's the one with the artsy-fartsy stuff in the middle of it. It's got the Mona Lisa and shit, you know? If you've never been to the Louvre, then you should go. It's uh, got a bunch of old shit in it. If you like old shitty art, then you should. Nah, I mean, it's the greats. Everyone loves the Louvre. You're supposed to go there and ooh and ah at the old stuff. But I don't know. I like new stuff. So I've been to Louvre, and I do think it's pretty important to see the Mona Lisa before you die. You might as well. I mean, it's a cultural icon. But you know why the Mona Lisa is a cultural icon? Because it was stolen one time. That's how it became famous. But whatever. Whatever. You, uh, Louvre. Today, the first time ever in 1737, um, Charles Wilkes departs the ocean, the ocean, uh, Pacific Ocean and Antarctica. Can you believe it? In, 19, in 1838, Charles Wilkes goes down there. Uh, Woodrow Wilson proclamation of neutrality in 1914. The fucking the, the Americans were like, we're not getting involved in World War One. How dare you? We're not getting involved because Americans in every war that anybody else gets into in history, what we do, we sell everybody weapons. We're like the evil. We're like the the the, the bad guys in Star Wars that sells the rebellion and the evil Galactic Empire weapons. That's America. But what happens is you can't do that. You have to pick a because they're going to pick one for you and the bombing of the Lusitania in 1917 got us involved. So America still ended up in the war. But in 1914, Woodrow Wilson said, nope, we're not getting involved. No, sir. No, sirree. We're not doing it. Um, the Cigarette League of America forms in Chicago. I think this is hilarious. In 1919, the Anti-Cigarette League. 1919. But we didn't know it was bad for us in the 60s. 1919, the Anti-Cigarette League started. Think about that a little bit. They always tell us shit's not bad for us. But guess what? 1919. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> they ratified the 19th Amendment today in 1920. It's really easy to remember this. In 1919... Okay, the 19th Amendment in 1920, I always remember this one, 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote because the guy had a letter, the guy in Tennessee, he was the last one to ratify it, and uh, he's like, my mommy told me to. Uh, she wrote him a letter, and she, and she wrote it so kind, uh, she put down in writing what was in her mind, and he read it and said, well, I think women should have the right to vote. And so women have the right to vote as of 1920 in the United States, and don't forget, we weren't the last ones. In, 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 in Switzerland, for example, women didn't have the right to vote until the 1970s. The 1970s! When you think nothing ever changes, if you think, if you get down on your luck, you vegan, beautiful vegan activist, and you think, oh, nothing ever changes, nothing's ever working, women got the right to vote in 1920. It's insane to me. America was already 150 years old, and they just decided that they're going to be uh, 150 years later that women could get the right to vote. It's wild and crazy to me. 50% of the population for 150 years couldn't vote, and we're not even counting the blacks. They couldn't vote. So it's wild. Anyway, uh, in 1974 or six or something like that, they finally got the right to vote in Switzerland too. Now, um, now it's okay. Women, women have equality now, right? Everybody, <laughs> right, right. Women, women are just like everybody. Else. I'm winking for anyone listening to the podcast. I'm winking. I'm being sarcastic. Women are still fighting for their rights. Women's rights are one of the greatest causes of the 21st century. Of course, I'm an animal rights guy. I don't really talk too much about the plight of women because I do sometimes, I, I don't want to be an intersectional. But here's the thing. If you're exploiting the reproductive organs of females, of cows and chickens and pigs, if, you're re if you are exploiting the rights of females of any species, I'm against you, and uh, we need to keep fighting for for female rights. I'm a feminist. I don't care who knows it. Anyway, today, today, women got the right to vote. 
in America. What do you know? The Battle of Britain happened today. It's the most uh, insane thing that ever happened. There's a famous photo of it, of the bombing of, of, um, of everything in, in London. The Battle of Britain was the most insane air battle in history. 68, I want to say 68 British, British planes were shot down and 69 German, German planes were shot down. It was, they said it was like fireflies in the sky, just planes the whole sky flying, just shooting at each other. The people say who were there that it was like watching a swarm of bees in the sky fighting. Battle of Britain. Imagine, imagine. It's so insane to me. An old man harassed a woman at my gym the other day. What she harassed about the, about the right to vote? He yelled at me. That some women women don't understand gym etiquette when I told him to leave her alone. <laughs> women just don't understand gym etiquette. Damn it. You know what's weird? I've been talking a lot about the patriarchy later lately. Mm. Because like anyway, I I I, I don't know. I, I I'd like to smash the page. Just take the patriarchy. Oh, it says, hold on, sixty nine aircraft of the English were shot down and the oh of the British. The the Germans lost 69 and the British lost 68. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, today, the hound dog, hound dog came out today. Elvis Presley's hound dog came out today. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Cry it all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Cry it all the time. We ain't never caught a rabbit and you ain't no Ah oh shit. You ain't never caught a rabbit and you ain't no friend of mine. Something like that, sorry. Uh you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Today Hound Dog came out by Elvis Friggin' Presley. Of course it was writ it was originally written and performed by Big Mama Thornton, uh an African-American female blues singer, but uh, this is one of those cases where the fame of being a white hick born in the South was really beneficial for uh, for good old um, Elvis Presley. He supposedly took you know hundreds of takes. It was when the Guinness Book of World Records, he took more takes to play that stupid song than anybody had ever done. But it was number one. It was a huge deal. And a lot of people blame, because of that song in particular, Elvis Presley for cultural appropriation. Of course, Big Mama Thornton was super proud to have her song sung by white people. Janis Joplin famously played one of her most famous songs. And so so, I mean, Big Mama Thornton was one of the most influential uh, musicians of all time. You think Janis Joplin, Elvis Presley, many, many others sang Big Mama Thornton songs, but uh, Elvis Presley was more, you probably never heard of Big Mama Thornton, but you definitely heard of Elvis Presley and Janis Joplin, huh? Anywho, birthdays today. We don't really have any vegans at all, but we do have Meriwether Lewis. Meriwether Lewis, uh, I'm always, you know what? Meriwether Lewis was always so interesting to me. He's this guy right here. He's this guy right here, this one. And uh, he did, he's after the, um, what do you call it? The, uh, the Louisiana Purchase, he went from Virginia and walked, walked, he walked to Oregon with his pal uh, Sacagawea, and uh, who was a, a, a Shoshone Indian, and his other pal uh, Clark. Right? Wait, wait. Lewis and Clark. Which one? This is Meriwether Lewis. The other one's Clark. So, and then there was another guy there called York. Um, York was owned by Clark. So um, York was a slave. It was nasty business back then. But they were explorers, and they went out. And they explored the American West. No one had ever been there before. They didn't know what they're going to encounter. And it's so interesting to me because they were in this thing called like the core, Army Corps of Exploration or something. Anyway, um, Bill Clinton actually, you know, they were all dead for a long time. He actually uh, made, after they're all dead, uh, he made Sacagawea like a lieutenant and they made him a captain and they made, they, he, he raised all their ranks in the Army. As a, and York, York even got a raise, but after his death, of course, it's just kind of like a, you know, just a cool thing. 
exploration. I've always loved explorers, um, even though it's it's important to understand the problematic situation that they were in. You know, I mean, they were both Virginia landowners, and one of them owned slaves. Uh, but not this one, Meriwether Lewis. He was uh, one of the good guys, so he kind of was pretty cool. Um, Roman Polanski's birthday is today. Roman Polanski, he's a famous pedophile who can no longer live in the United States. He's 90 years old today. He's 90 years old today. For some reason, Angelica Houston and Jack Nicholson both got away with what happened that day, but not Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski is exiled because he was not an American citizen when the shit went down. His wife, um, Sharon Tate, was killed with his baby inside her and uh, by the Manson family. Roman Polanski has had a very messed up life. His wife was murdered, and then he was accused of um, sexual assault of a 13-year-old girl in the house of uh, Jack Nicholson and Angelica Houston. They were all there that day, but um, he got exiled. He's no longer—he fled the country, and he can never come back. Roman Polanski, a great director. He directed Macbeth, and he directed um, Chinatown. He's really a really good director, a really bad person. Edward Norton—I heard Edward Norton might be vegan. What do you guys think? Is Edward Norton vegan, guys? Is Edward Norton vegan? What do you think? I don't think so. You tell me. Is Edward Norton vegan? Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. He was a fellow of infinite jest, excellent wit, and infinite fancy. Infinite jest and excellent fancy. Okay, so uh, Robert Redford, not vegan. He's 87 today. Uh, Roberto Clemente was, I think, a Puerto Rican. Um, he, I think he was like, he was a, Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican baseball player who died in a plane crash, and Shelly Winters. Now, Shelly Winters actually was in um, A Place in the Sun. She's one of the greatest actors of her time. A Place in the Sun is an amazing movie. If you haven't seen A Place in the Sun, it's about abortion. It's starring Montgomery Clift, Elizabeth Taylor, and Shelly Winters. It's one of the greatest movies ever made, A Place in the Sun. The original one, not the remake. The remake is horrible. The original, Elizabeth Taylor, Montgomery Clift, and Shelley Winters. If you haven't seen that movie, get it. It's one of the greatest movies you'll ever see. It's fascinating. It's such a good movie. It's got it's so much going on. A Place in the Sun. You should watch it. She was nominated for Best Actress. She also won f for playing Anne Frank in The Diary of Anne Frank. Anne Frank... She was vegan, so at least we got we didn't have any vegan birthdays today, but we have a woman who played a vegan in a movie, so that counts for something, right? So Shelly Winters, thank you for playing a vegan in a movie. Sorry you weren't vegan, Shelly Winters. She was born today, though. Happy birthday. Who died today? Nobody important. Genghis Khan, he died. Paul IV, he was another pope. Walter Chrysler, he was a... Um, Walter Chrysler was a... Uh, uh, um, train guy he owned trains and then the gm hired him and then they soured and he started a company called chrysler maybe you heard about it chrysler um kim dae jong is the eighth i think president of south korea and kofi annan was uh the secretary of the u.n also not vegan even though kofi annan always talks about all living beings must live in harmony kofi annan was always talking about peace and prosperity and all of these things that people need to be hypocrite hypocrite i think everything you read about kofi annan is that he's a hypocrite because he talks he talks big but um it never really worked out for anyway that's kofi annan for you it's the un what are you going to do it's politics you can't really trust politics can you can you trust politics i don't think so anyway he died today and vegans i hope you have a better day than kofi annan i really do because uh we need you out there thank you vegans for being here i appreciate you they need to set stricter regulations so many people especially women feel uncomfortable in the gym because of pricks like that Ooh, the gym stuff, yeah. Do you think... Do you think they should just separate the gyms? What do you think about that? Why do men... Why do men approach women in gyms? I've never approached a woman in a gym, ever. I've never talked to a woman in a gym. I don't think I've ever talked to a woman at a gym. I used to go to the gym every day. Never talked to a woman at the gym. Maybe, like, 
when I check in, you show your card and you go in and you're like, hi, good morning. And they're like, hi. That's it. That's it. That's the only woman I've ever talked to at the gym. I don't understand. So thank you everyone for joining. My name is Skyjack Morgan. I hope you've enjoyed the pre-shift. I hope that you vegans can use uh, the new the new word um, and all of that. Tonight we have uh, we have Shabnam Islam. She's going to be on the show at 5 p.m. today, Pacific Standard Time. She is a spokesperson for VKind, who in their and their whole thing is pushing the veg economy. I'm really excited about checking that out um, because I've been talking about that for a long time. If you're going to get if you're going to get a vegan chiropractor, if you're going to get a chiropractor, get a vegan chiropractor. If you're going to get a masseuse, get a vegan masseuse. If you're going to get a um, an accountant, get a vegan accountant. You know what I'm saying? You want a lawyer, get a vegan lawyer. I totally think that that's the future. VKind is on board with that. So I hope that you'll check us out at 5 p.m. I can't wait for that conversation. Thank you, everybody, for joining. I hope that you... Keep going strong. Thank you. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Well, guys, this has been fun. Um, don't forget that we have our we have Vichy Swaz coming out today. That'll be a video released today, and it's Friday, which means you should see shirts today. We're dropping shirts today. I'm gonna secretly drop them on the website veganofcourse.net, and on Sunday we'll announce them. But they're coming out today. You might see them pop up on YouTube and stuff like that. So we've got vegan shirts coming out today, and um, lots of cool stuff happening. I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. Don't let the bastards grind you down, vegans. We need you in this fight. The animals need you. I need you. And we need each other. So don't let the bastards grind you down. Illigent me. Non-carborundum. Thank you. Bye.